Hi, y'all. This is Kristen Chenoweth. Hi, I'm Gloria Stefan. This is Sarah Bareilles. Hi, I'm Patty Lapone. This is Lynn Manuel Miranda. You're listening to the Broadway Podcast Network. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking.、Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and、uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick, so I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Lucky Land Casino asking people, "What's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky?" Lucky in line at the deli, I guess. Aha! In my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me. What's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Raindrops on roses and whiskers on kittens. Bright copper kettles and warm woolen mittens, brown paper packages tied up with strings. These are a few of my favorite things. Yeah, we'll play swords. Hi, I'm Kevin David Thomas, and I'm Rob Schneider, and、well, I'm a little disturbed. Right welcome now. to Throwback <laughs> Thursday. My favorite things. Our favorite things. Our favorite things. Raindrops on roses and raindrops on roses and dot dot. I can't sing that low. I no, want listen, it to be like the tenor version. Like raindrops on roses. I'm gonna be honest with all of our listeners right now. I'll、what? tell you why I was a little disturbed. I think we know you all well enough by this point. Both Kevin and I need to go to the restroom. Right. And、uh, the, there's only one bathroom where we're recording. Kevin said we could cross swords. Yeah, that that disturbed me a little. Play bit. swords, you know, like oh, you know, like, you know. oh okay. okay. Even play swords freaks me out. Even Next, more. but I would like to say that I'm so happy, Kevin, because this was the I think the 20th guest that we just interviewed who asked us how long we've been together. <laughs> You're right. I shouldn't laugh that hard.、So. It's not like, oh, <laughs> how dare I be married to you, Rob? <laughs> no, I would be honored to be married to you. To be well, honest, that is so sweet. My but, God, I appreciate that but, so but much. But it's true. It's true, though, that whenever we, I have to be careful when I say my partner. When I、yes. talk about this, because、yes. I, we do both have wedding rings on,、yeah. and I know. Sorry, Sutton, but you know I've got another partner in this life, and his name is Rob Schneider. Daniel understands as well that, <laughs> that, that, that you, you are you are my other husband. But they do they they often think that, and then you're like, oh, did they act differently this whole time, thinking that we were together? I don't know. Well, I, yeah, because well, as soon as as soon as I, we said that we that I you know that we were single, not single, that we were married to other people, it's <laughs> going well. This is going really well. As soon as we said that,、um, then then I think they get a little bit more flirtatious. Yes, the eyes light up a little. The bit. The eyes light up because they and they, they always. I, they, and by the way, they always gravitate towards you. No, I just want you to know、don't. that he was all、oh, over you. There, no, no, we're not going to even <laughs> say who it was.、Uh, I would like to remind you of a story, Kevin. <laughs> That's you should tell. I'm going to tell a story. I'm not going to mention any. <laughs> I'm not. I'm not going to say who it was. I'm not going to say who it was. Aww. But、uh, Kevin and I went to go interview somebody, <laughs> and、uh, we had to go back for another day of, of questioning. And I arrived before Kevin, and gentleman opened the door and without even a hello, just looked me in the eye and said, "Just you." <laughs> and I was like, "No, Kevin's、Whoa. coming along <laughs> shortly." 
Then his eyes lit up. Uh, uh, no I way. won't even say who it was. Oh, my gosh. But I am I am hurt. <laughs> I, am, I am hurt. I know you bring up that story every chance you can. It's like, I want to be the pretty I one, know. Mama. Oh, I'm a pretty girl, pretty girl, Mama. <laughs> Can't I be a girl. pretty girl, Mama? Oh, that's for my sister. I'll be the Louise to your June oh. for the rest of my life. <laughs> That's okay. Oh, how, man. Are, how are you doing? Oh, I'm good. Good. That makes me so Surviving happy. Surviving this here. winter. It's it's cold here in New York City. I hope it you're was. all bundled up where you are. We had one day of like 65 degree weather and then it was just it cold again. Away. Yeah. Have no. you seen any shows lately? Uh, I saw In Transit. I saw In Transit. Yes, I did. I did. Yeah. Um, you know who I loved? The beatbox guy. Yes. Yeah. Please forgive me whose name I cannot remember right now. The there's one, two, there was two. There's right. two of them. And the one that I saw was like Box Mouth Charlie or something like that. I mean, I don't know. He had like a quote, you know, had like a nickname. It's also inside. a screen name on Adam for Adam. <laughs> so it's not the same what person. Is Adam for Adam. <laughs> this, never mind. Okay. We're going to move on. <laughs> oh my God. It's like a website. <laughs> okay. Yes. I'm sorry. All right, all right. So, okay. So you saw in transit. Uh huh. I uh, saw. You know what I saw? And I know you saw too. We didn't see it together. The front page. Oh, I did see the front page. Oh my gosh. Okay, so just. Oh, that was a great night for our listeners. Nathan Lane, uh, Robert Morse, the original Finch. Yeah, had like what a bit part in that, and like he was like ten yeah, lines. Yeah, I'll do it. And he, I mean, he killed it. And he swept killed the it. stage with it. Right, John Goodman, John Slattery. Uh, uh, I loved. I I had such a great time. I could not believe that this was a play from the 1920s written by a bunch of journalists. Isn't it so cool? And I have to tell you, one of the things that I thought I got a big kick out of this. I don't know if you did too. At the end of the show for the curtain call, the curtain goes back up and the entire cast, which is like 20 plus people, are all on that stage behind the curtain in a tableau. And when is the last time you've seen in a play on Broadway a cast that size? That's a really great point. They had to do two lines for the curtain call because they couldn't get anybody across the stage. That is exactly right. In a play. In In a a three-act play at that. That I felt like it... It moved along for me so well. It felt like I was watching a TV show in a yeah. way. And I mean that as a compliment. I mean, because I know our attention span these days is such where we're not used to three acts. And that's August the, Osage County outside. Of I mean, but yeah. But that's the genius, I think, of Jack O'Brien and that cast Boy. to make that thing percolate and come to life and, and so move forward. So many personalities in there. Oh my gosh. So many wonderful personalities in there. Incredible. Oh, have you seen anything else? Let's see. In Transit, that was a really great night. Uh, uh, falsettos, of course. I saw falsettos, cried like a baby. Oh my gosh! Um, I'm trying to think. Uh, I saw what? Uh Bronx Tale. Lucky it was lovely. Yeah. I really liked it. I oh really my God. liked it. Directed by the great musical theater director Robert De Niro. Robert De Niro. <laughs> you were going to say Jerry Zaks. But. No, 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 no. I don't think a lot of people know this, but uh, Robert De Niro was also the choreographer on the piece. Shut your face. Robert De Niro is also known as one of the greatest musical theater choreographers. I saw Robert De Niro's production of oh, yeah? Very Good Eddie at the Goodspeed Opera House, oh. and it was really, really good, That's really well. Lot, too much tap. Yeah, I thought Mr. De- he really he relies on the hoofing too much. Yeah, I wish he would just calm yeah, down just a little like, bit. You know, oh, gosh, be more like Rob Ashford. Can't you know, hear settle, any. Settle. <laughs> oh, oh my gosh. So, what is your favorite thing? Well, I thought today I would do more of a a, a favorite memory. <laughs> Touch me. It's so easy to leave me. Lottie Ackerman, nineteen eighty-five. That's my favorite one. No, uh, I, I, um, 
It was that the right year? I, thank you. I didn't yet. know if you could get... Okay, good. Um, no, you know, we're older now. We're not older-ish, but we are, um, we're not young anymore. As, as, as a, I'm thinking, hearkening back to the days when you first came to New York. Sunrise, <laughs> sunset. <laughs> well, I said we're not young anymore, but I'm like, well, we're not old, but we're not what's old anyway. Like, after, after all these interviews we've had, every, all the 95-year-olds are like, um, I'm still 25 inside, you know? Like, I would like to say on our Charles Strauss interview, yeah. Charles actually kicked us out of the apartment because he had more work to do. Yeah, he, yeah, he did. He's he like, was I'm like, so guys, I know I you're probably get... busy. I'm having a great time, but I've got a to-do list on He's my like, piano. I gotta get back to work. Yeah. And we were like, oh, oh like, okay. Well, okay, great. All right. Awesome. Chuck, sounds good. <laughs> um, uh, so I thought my favorite thing today would be an old memory to share with you about how crazy and obsessed with musical theater I was and still am, but the lengths I would go to to celebrate my nerddom. Um, and for most of you who know me, you're not going to be surprised at all. Uh, but when I first came to New York in 2002, I, of course, I saw every, because I, I had my equity card when I came to New York, because I got it over the summer. And I um, I went to see, you could see showcases for free. So showcases are equity approved performances where they can hire actors that are equity. And in return, equity actors can see them for free. And I, four nights a week, I was seeing theater. I would, you, I would wow. see, I would go to the equity building. I would write down, you know, what was playing around town. And I would go see every Every oh, single sweetheart. I, everything was horrible. I mean, like, I, I mean, everything was awful back. I mean, I mean, I, I, sorry. There were some good things, but no, they were pretty. It was some basements I went to. I saw plays of with people throwing dirt at each other and things that you just. You've never heard of again, but you yet, obviously did not like my production of Mr. Wonderful. Well, it was special. Okay. It was. But <laughs> but uh but that's not my memory. My memory is that I uh, Cass Morgan, the great Broadway actress who has been in I mean <laughs> You thought I, I meant Mama, Mama Cass. <laughs> you looked at me like, this story going? Cass Morgan? She choked on a ham sandwich. Are you choking? Are you choking? <laughs> so not appropriate if anyone's ever lost someone to choking. Okay. Um, Cass Morgan, who also helped write uh, and perform in Pump Poison Dinettes in the 80s, has and then became pretty much um, played every single mom you could think of on Broadway. But yeah. she was in my favorite musical, Violet. Of course, and she was in lots of others. Wasn't she in Bridges of Madison County? Isn't she, she the was? Yeah. yeah, every single country music. She was in Memphis. She played the sassy white lady in oh, Memphis yeah, that she's sang the that mom. song. Yeah, but in 2002, she was. She lives in. I think she lives in Westchester, and she was doing a one woman performance piece of herself in songs uh, at some church or some, you know venue in Westchester. And so Crazy Kevin that I was, I heard about it. I saw that she was performing a new Stephen Schwartz song. And this is right after, you know, Wicked hadn't even opened yet. Ooh. Wicked even wasn't even there yet. But I knew I wanted to hear a new Stephen Schwartz song. So I was like, oh man, I need to see this performance. Uh, so what I did, Nerd Kevin, because I graduated from college and and we were taught back then to send postcards to people. So I said black and white. <laughs> yes, yes, black and white. Yes, black and white. And it was a postcard of like your headshot on it Were you with wearing, like one or two pictures. You were know, you wearing denim in any of them. I'm sure I was wearing. Yes, you were. Denim and a black shirt. Yes, and my hair was short, like with like not, wasn't frosted tips yet. Like I went got on the cruise line, but um, I you, <laughs> you should get see the tips. Rob's look on his face. I remember the hairdresser. I remember what she said. I remember she was like, "No, everyone's Don't do doing this. it." No. <laughs> 
she was like, everyone's doing this. You should get you should get frosted tips. It was not the nineties. It was two thousand three, but still, it was like the nineties when I got done. Oh my god. Yeah. Anyway, oh. that's another thing. So, but yes, I had all of it. So I sent this postcard to Cass Morgan to the theater to the I think the theater where she was working. I don't know how I got the address, but I'm like, I want her to know I'm coming to see her show. <laughs> So I sent it to her uh, in a card. That's what it was. I wait, said, wait, wait. You didn't send it to her afterwards saying, hey, what a great job. You sent it to her before saying, I'm coming to see you. <laughs> yes. And there's a follow up. So so the day of, I don't have a lot of money. I get on, I take the train. It's a whole day event to go see this one act, one person show up in the middle of nowhere. I had to take the Metro North. I had to get off of the train station. I had to walk to the bus stop. I had to wait for the Westchester bus that would take me a mile. I could have walked, but I, there was no sidewalks in Westchester because it's like in Briarcliff or something like that. And so I then I take the bus. I go off. I get to the, the where the, this like church is. And I walk in, and I, I'm the, everyone knows each other. I don't know anybody. I sit in the back. I watch it. It's good. It's fine. I wait for her afterwards to say hi. I'm like, hi, I'm Kevin David Donalds. I'm a big fan. And she's like, oh, you're the one that sent me that picture. <laughs> and she walked away. <laughs> That's all she said. That's it. She was just like, you're the. She's like, thanks for coming. And that's it. I think she was like, who is this weirdo? That came all the way to see me sing these songs at this theater. Did you have the frosted tips when you confronted her? <laughs> no, thank God I didn't. That might be why she that was it. To talk. But okay. I should have. I should have had the tips. Oh my, that's terrible. So I went to like. So my nerdy moment of memory is that I went out of my way to go see this woman's show. Uh, I sent. I gave her. I harassed her basically beforehand so that I could harass her after. And she remembered that I did. And then I, and since then, I've never, ever sent another postcard. Uh, oh, that, I want people to send you a postcard now. <laughs> Let's send postcards to I was Kevin like, David I was Thomas. like, this was too much. That was too much. That was too much showbiz mixed with fandom. It's, you know, that's, that's, I totally understand what you're saying. But God bless you for sharing that story. But I really wanted to like, I don't know. I, I was so hungry to be a part of any part of it that I... And I couldn't afford to go see Broadway shows that weren't papering, you know, because you go to the equity building and they'd have free tickets yeah. sometimes. But, um, yeah, so I would just go any way that I knew how to. So that was it, you know. But I think that's wonderful. I think it's great that you wrote her a postcard ahead of time. I think it's wonderful because I think it shows how supportive you are of other artists. Well, thank you. And it's my dream someday that we meet her, we interview her, and I ask her about that show. You're going to yell at her, aren't you? <laughs> I'm going to say, you know what? I got another postcard and they're in color. So there. <laughs> You have hold, held a grudge against this woman. No, uh, quite the opposite. I'm really? such a fan. Oh, I'm such a fan. I was just saying that to like be funny, but it, well, I, it really was awkward. I mean, it was awkward. Did you cry? No, I cried when I met Yanni. And I'm just gonna let that one. I'm just gonna let that just. Not Lonnie. No, nope. nope. Yanni. Yanni. No, there's no last name. It's just Yanni. Yanni, uh, for our our, our listeners uh, who international musician Yanni. <laughs> Um, a lot of new age music, right? Yep, a, lot of, I'm gonna, a, lot of, a lot of crystals. Uh, we don't call it new age. Oh, I'm sorry. What do you call adult it? contemporary? Adult contemporary, or adult, alternative? Maybe I don't know. It's we don't, but we don't the, call it new age anymore. No, Wasn't no. he married to Linda Evans? He was. From she, Dynasty. Some say that she actually. This is a real non sequitur, but she. Some say that she really helped him really get his career going, and then the minute his career got like really really big, he was out the door. 
I read the biography, so I know. I'm not a fan or anything. I don't, I don't know. What's your favorite Yanni song? Uh, I don't. I don't. Um, I don't think I. That is not how it goes at all. That was my 32 bars of my Yanni. Uh, <laughs> Your thirty-two bars. No, I. I am Would you like actually. Me to grab a rain stick. I. I <laughs> did you redo? Uh, I. Did you redo? I, uh, I. I'm a huge fan of Yanni. I was at one point in my life. Uh, just like I also was a huge fan of Sarah Brightman. But now we're just going. I. I can't give you all of my secrets. What was it about Yanni? Was John Tesh unavailable? Dear God, no. John Tesh is awful. I love he doesn't hold a candle. But Yanni is he wonderful. doesn't hold a candle to Yanni. At one point in my life I wanted to make a musical using all of Yanni's. No, this is like when I was in high school. This is like high school, Kevin. Cause obviously thirty-six year old Kevin would never, never would never think of this. Heard about this I have before. Every single album that was ever made. I've seen him in concert four times. I will admit that in the last decade or so of my life, it's not been a passion. But it really was, Rob. Like at one point in my life, like I he was I loved his music. I really liked the sound. He writes orchestral music when he got really famous. But Kevin, I don't know any Yanni music. Like how does it go? Like I really don't it know. It sounds like um if classical music never got more complex and it just stayed pretty simple with fundamental harmonies can, can, can and yet a- some world sounds, it sounds like it sounds like like you go to bed in the morning, you go to bed at night and it's what you want to listen to. It's happy. It, it makes you feel it's just I always liked it made you feel good music. I didn't know that about yeah. you. Oh, my God. Oh, yeah. And when he plays with an orchestra and all of that, like his songs have I mean, they're I don't know. He. There's, it's, I, this is opening up a can of worms that is like so deep that I would have to lose half of our li- half, please. I would have to, I would lose all of our listeners by going into it. So my mom and your mom would turn us off, is what you're saying? Yes, my Got mother it. even right now is probably laughing so hard and rolling her <laughs> eyes at the same time. My mom <laughs> is saying, googling Yanni and right now. I guarantee she just said, "Kevin, you dork." Oh no! I oh think no! It's but, wonderful. No, it is wonderful, and she meets, says it with love. But the, the, um, when I met him and I cried afterwards because I was so excited. But I have to. Oh, I'm just going to tell you the story. My Yanni story. I waited in line with all these other 50 year old women for four hours at a Barnes and Noble outside Chicago in 2003, and I waited in line. And then uh, I got to him, and I was so excited. I was I was shaking. I, I don't I don't get the starstruck as much anymore. Mm-hmm. But back then, I was like. Knees shaking, everything, because I just had seen him in concert so much. Whatever, I'd never met anybody famous, and I came up to him and I was thinking all the things I could say, and like thank you for the music and whatever, all the cliches, nerdy things. And his pen didn't work, and he signed my book, and he kind of smiled, he kind of looked up at me like, "Whoa, this is who's what's this kid doing here? This isn't um, a, 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 a straight twenty-three-year-old male. Like this isn't normal." Uh, and then I looked at him, and he had just broken up with Linda Evans, and he was taking a break from writing music. And I just, I just wanted to inspire him, so I just said, looked straight in his eyes, and I said, "Yanni, keep on trucking." <laughs> I swear to God. And and he, what that laugh that you just did, he looked like he stopped, like it actually because he was in the routine sign go sign, and he was like sign keep on trucking. He stopped, and he kind of looked at me like the fuck, and then, and I was like. Bye. And then I left. And then I called my mom and I was like, Mom, I can't believe I just told Yanni to keep on trucking. She started laughing and that's when she said, Give me, you such a dork. But with love. I love. promise you, if I die, <laughs> I want on my tombstone, Yanni, keep on trucking. 
<laughs> like I want that engraved on my tombstone because that's the most brilliant thing I've ever heard of in my life. You looked at Yanni in the eyes. You it was had like, to encourage. Keep Yanni. on trucking. Yanni, yeah. Keep on trucking. Yeah, don't give up, Yanni. Jeez, KDT. Yeah, I know. I just gave you like a bunch of gems. I, I must be tired today because I'm That's not even like. Great. Yanni, keep on trucking. That's going to be our tagline. <laughs> Fuck Whenever it. I hear keep on trucking, I mean, th- it's a family story to this day. It is, it is, we joke and we say keep on trucking. I heard that it's actually your AOL password. <laughs> <laughs> you want to sign back into your IM account. It's- Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on chumbacasino.com. I looked over at the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at chumbacasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's chumbacasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper, a woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver? I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Siani, keep on trucking. I was trying to think of when I. I'll tell you a story about meeting a celebrity that meant a lot to me. Okay. It's similar to your Cass Morgan story. Mama Cass Morgan? Mama Cass Morgan. I'm so sorry. I was like, how did you meet her, Kevin? She's been dead for years. (laughs) Um, Here's mine. Okay. Okay. So it's no, I make no bones or shame about how much I love the wonderful, the great B. Arthur, right? Uh, Yes. Okay. So I've loved B. Arthur for years and years and years. In fact, I didn't even love her first from Golden Girls. I loved her first from my VHS copy of the movie of Mame. Oh. Because I think she's the best thing in that movie. We've seen that movie, right? We've talked about that we, movie before, I have not right? seen it in, 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 in recent yeah, years. Like, yeah. I watched it in college, but I feel like everything you watch in college, you got to watch it again after you get a little older. Well, I'm, I hope now that you're older, you'll notice that every time Lucille Ball is on camera, they Vaseline the hell out of the lens. Don't to make they? her look younger. Uh, so like everyone else is really clear. And then you're like, is that Lucille Ball in Fog? Like right. You have to like get through to see it. And interesting that B. Arthur made it to the movie. Like, Well, guess who directed it? Her, her husband. husband. Yeah. He directed the movie and he directed Well, first of all, she's brilliant in the role. That makes it, that makes it sound like she's uh, totally, not no, right I'm, But you're just so used to hearing people not get the part in the movie because, you know, they did on Broadway. But I fell in love with her in the movie because I thought she was so funny mm. and she is so funny in that oh, movie yeah. there are some gems in that movie uh my favorite part in the whole movie okay. and it still makes me laugh today and i'll tell you why this connects in a second is when we, she goes she's just in the horrible production of that lady astronomer musical that she's yes, in the and man lucille ball, and the, the moon, moon. lucille ball totally fucks it up so b arthur is devastated <laughs> so she goes back to her dressing room and she's crying and there's this little old dresser that's trying to help her get undressed this old woman and like B. Arthur turns around and just slaps her across the face. <laughs> and, then, and the old woman just turns around and slaps her right back. <laughs> and B. Arthur has a moment where they just look at each other and B. Arthur just goes, <laughs> and like bursts into tears. And the old woman like holds her and comforts her. It is the funniest part of the whole movie. Right, I, I, that and also trying to act like Lucille Ball is 30. But that's the other second part of the movie. Open a new window. Lower. (laughs) 
Can I get this lower? When am I swing on the chandelier during open a new window? Didn't we interview someone who was in the movie Mame? Did we? Mm-hmm. Um, Larry Merritt thank you. was in the back. Yep, so anyway, answer. I yep. fell in love with B. Arthur. Then yep. I fell in love with her because I used to play the Golden Girls all the time. Uh, still do. Still, we just watched it last night. <sighs> and she makes me so happy. Um, she had a one-woman show. I know. I saw it. It was called B. Arthur. You saw it too. Okay, yeah. great. It was called B. Arthur Just Between Friends. Uh-huh. And she was coming to Thousand Oaks, California. Oh, wow. She toured she was with it. Doing, oh, yeah. I saw it on, on The White Way. The Great White Way. Yeah. And she was doing it in concert. And I saved up all of my money. Oh, my God. You must have been so freaked out. Like, and I put on my little suit and tie. How old were you? I was, uh, well, I was like in my early 20s, so it's not so cute anymore. But just try to go with No, me. I was going, sorry, the, the little was the, I'm kidding. <laughs> like your little suit. And I just pictured this little, like. Little suit. It makes it sound cute if you imagine me doing this at a young age. Gotcha. When I'm in a grown man, it's kind of kind of pathetic. No, no, no. I love or it. Pathetic. <laughs> just, just go with me okay. on this one. All right. We got a little suit and tie. So I sat in the front row. Oh, front row. Are you kidding? Where else would I sit for her? Oh, true. Balcony. I know. Pa. <laughs> for that. And I was enraptured. There she was, live and in front of me, yeah. and wonderful. And I was leaving, and I was going to go into my car, and I've never done this before. I've never waited at a stage door before. Uh-huh. I, this is my feeling. It's probably not the correct feeling. My feeling is, is that they've worked very hard. I don't need to try to bother them on the way out the door by oh, saying, like, that's nice. like, you know, could you sign something? Yeah. Yeah. I, don't know. I don't know. That's just me. I've never been one to be like, sign mm-hmm. my autograph book. Yeah. I'm just like, go. <laughs> Live your life. Live yeah. your dreams. Yeah. Thank you thank you for such a wonderful evening. The Truly. And also, in some way, it kind of ruins the magic well, for me. you have the risk of it, because we've all met people backstage, perhaps, that were not as um, oh, God, effervescent yeah. as they, uh, they were like to be on stage. stage. You know who the best is, though, coming from the stage door? Is Sudden Foster. Ah, I, I, I buy that. Yeah. I saw her in Millie, and I was with a friend who didn't want her autograph, so we did wait by the stage door. She had just won the Tony Award. She was the toast of Broadway. She had just carried a whole show on her shoulders for yeah. two and a half plus hours. She stayed and signed every mm. single person's playbill, poster, took photos with absolutely everybody. Wow. It's uh, classy. Very classy. And then, what was the last thing she was just in? What was the last thing she just did? Sweet charity she's doing right now. Before that, the last Broadway show she did. Anyway, same. Oh, no. Uh, 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 we worked on a Sinatra concert together. Oh. And I was leading her from the elevator to the rehearsal hall. And this was over at like Ripley Greer. She had just gotten off of a plane after a holiday. Um, she was exhausted. She was dead tired. And would you not believe that every single like 19 and 20 year old who stopped her at Ripley Greer, she stopped? Took a photo, signed an autograph, listened to them talk, and I'm like, "That is so fucking classy." Yeah, that is. That's like really classy. You don't see that a lot. You don't see that a lot. Not in this day of social media and all of that, where everything's a little removed. And no, it's just really classy. I mean, I know people that you know they bolt to their cars and they don't Mm -hmm. even have like a tenth of the talent. Totally. That she has. Yeah. That's just me being bitter. Ah! Bitter. But B. Arthur's. But I was leaving. I was going to my car, and I'm like, "No, you're gonna tell her." How much she means to you. Aww. So I went all the way to the stage door, and there was a huge line. Yeah. There was a, it was a long walk from the stage door to where her car was. I mean, it was like a really long alleyway. People were all lined up and were waiting, and it started to rain. And she was signing people's things. Oh, and I was she at the was. end of the line, yep, right by her car. 
And then finally her handler came out and was like, that's it. No more for Miss Arthur. She's going home. And he took her to the car and he put her in the passenger seat and he got into the driver's seat, her handler. (laughs) And I was about to turn away. And I was like, this is your one chance to meet her. So I'm on the edge of my seat right now. I threw my Kodak Instamatic <laughs> camera, <laughs> Dear God. the disposable camera, yeah, yeah. to my friend. I threw open her car door. What? I got on my knees and I said, take the picture. No. And we took the picture. No. And I looked at her and I said, thank you very much, Miss Arthur. And she went, oh, oh. And I slammed the door. Oh, my God. <laughs> and they drove away. Oh, my God. And there is a photo of, of me, a frightened of me and B. Arthur, and she is absolutely terrified by the young man in the you unit. Threw open. You're wearing your unit. Yeah, I threw open the car Dear door. Dear God, can we please? Yeah, I threw it. We open. have to post, post it. I mean, yeah, I, I, I'll, I'll post it. I have no. I had no shame. I had absolutely no. Shame. I cannot I just threw believe open the that car you. Door. I can't believe a. She didn't lock that door before when she got. <laughs> I'm showing Kevin the photo right now. You guys, all right, the things I want you to notice when you look at this photograph. All right, number one, yes, uh, Rob has a really nice little suit on. He looks really cute. He's you really know, sweet. Do, and I, just so you look, um, when you look at it, I'm wearing the Regis look, which was really popular because he was doing Who Wants to Be a Millionaire at the time. Yes. It's the suit is the same color as the dress shirt. Uh, I thought that was that was right. The the unit is quite lovely. I feel like there's a red tint to it a little bit. Yes, I was in uh, my my little orphan Annie face. <laughs> but B, I was a big fan of Carrie. B has top. full show makeup on. She kind of looks like the drag queen, B Arthur. Yes. Um, and she looks terrified. She 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 doesn't look terrified of you. She looks terrified of the camera. Yeah, because there was a pretty bright flash, as you can tell in that <laughs> photo. That that hasn't been enhanced. You are. Any. It looks like you're grabbing the side of the passenger, the passenger other side of the the doorway. You say grabbing. She said blocking. <laughs> so she couldn't close the door. Wow. When I said to you today, do you think you'll have a, a, a like an old nerdy moment? I didn't. <laughs> I didn't think that was gonna. I didn't know that was. You mean where I assaulted Tony and Emmy Award winner Beatrice Arthur? <laughs> I mean, you threw open her door and got down on your knees so you could take a picture with her. But can I tell you the next part of the story, which was really classy? There's more? Yeah. She did the show twice. Uh-uh. So I went back a second time. No. In the front row. No. She comes out on stage at the beginning. Applause. She nods. She nods. And she sees me in the front row. And she just winks at me. No. No, she didn't. Yeah. No way. She winks no at way. me. No way. I think I'd like to think that she admired my uh, chutzpah. Raindrops on roses and whiskers on kittens, bright copper kettles and warm woolen mittens, brown paper packages tied up with strings. These are a few of my favorite things. I dream the dream of days to come, where spongership is high and money is forthcoming. That's beautiful, Kevin. I really added a voice onto that one, too. (laughs) I really was trying to go for something there. Listeners, we love creating this podcast, but it does cost money. Please don't make me sell my Angel record. Oh, my gosh. The original cast recording of Angel. That, like, nobody has. Nobody has it. If you like what we are doing and want us to keep doing more of it, please... Please head over to patreon.com. What? That's P A T 
P-A-T-R-E-O-N.com. Pat like Rion. <laughs> I feel oh, Pat Rion. Yeah, Pat, Pat Rion. Rion. Pat Rion. Yeah, and once you're there, search for Behind the Curtain Broadway's Living Legends. And of course, we don't expect to give without receiving some great rewards. Such rewards include behind-the-scenes videos, shout-outs on future episodes, Ooh. or episodes, depending on what part of the country you're from, because <laughs> I said episodes, and early access to some of our podcasts. Hell, for the right price, Kevin and I will come to your apartment and act out all of Agnes of God. <laughs> so head over, friends, to P-A-T-R-E-O-N.com to help us out. Hey, it's Leslie Odom Jr. here on the Broadway Podcast Network to tell you about the RISE Theatre Directory, a program of maestro music. RISE is a national online resource designed to connect and empower backstage and administrative and creative theatre professionals from underrepresented backgrounds. If you work or aspire to work in the theater community, this can help you find your next project. And if you hire theater professionals, search the Rise Theater directory to find your next team. Create your profile now and get more information by visiting risetheater.org. That's theater with an R-E-R-I-S-E-T-H-E-A-T-R-E.org because only together we rise. It is Ryan here and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper, a woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver? I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, avoid, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus.